Hey everybody, this is Fumi Abe. Thank you so much for tuning in to Asian Not Asian Podcast. Uh, before we start the show, I just wanted to make a quick announcement about our Patreon page. Uh, we launched last week and we have gotten a tremendous amount of support. And by tremendous, I mean nine people, but that's still a lot of fucking people. We did not expect to get this many folks. So thank you so much for subscribing and investing in our cause. Uh, we just wanted to make a quick announcement that uh, though with your donation, you do get a shout out on the podcast. Mike is leaving for two, three weeks on his honeymoon. And instead of kind of phoning it in and us just kind of reading the names, we wanted to do something a little bit more fun when Mike is back. So if you donated and you're thinking to yourself, where is my shout out? Uh, you will get one in a couple of weeks from now. And it'll be funny, and I'll do it with Mike, and it'll be a good one. So, just wanted to make that knowledge public. And if you haven't become a subscriber to our Patreon page, make sure to check that out. You can find us on patreon.com slash Asian, not Asian, pod. Don't forget the P-O-D at the end. Some people were misspelling it this week, and they couldn't find the page. But it's patreon.com slash Asian, not Asian, pod. Thanks for checking out the show, and we hope you enjoyed this episode. The Asian um, Avengers, so weak. The Asian <laughs> Avengers, so weak, so so fuckable, bro. You know? Whoa, whoa. There's five Asian guys together. Got wow. Together. Did you ever um, go through a stealing phase? Do I think everyone should have a gun? Maybe. Or you can look me up. I don't care. I'll fight you. I don't care. You want to get high as fuck? You, you like opium? Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Asian Not Asian Podcast, the podcast where two Asian guys not from Asia talk about American issues no Americans seem to give a fuck about. Mm-hmm. I am your host, Fumi Abe. Mike Nguyen. And welcome to the 28th episode. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we got some, uh, before we start the podcast, we got some press this week. We did. We got some press this week it was on awesome. the slant. The slant, which email. is a, a weekly newsletter. Mm-hmm. They just they just kind of cover and promote all things Asian American. Yes. So they've got uh you know they've they've talked to our friend uh, Brian Park right um the, about his web series and they cover artists and DJs and all sorts of stuff literature real artists yes and then occasionally comedians yep so uh, we just want to give a quick shout out to the slant uh, Andrew and Natasha from that organization thank you so much for giving us. The spotlight. Yep, and check out. Um, so it's an it's an email that you can sign up for, and then also they have a, a you know they publish like longer content on mm-hmm. a, a medium account they have. And That's so right. You can have you can read a long sputtering interview. Yes. From us that Andrew was so kindly uh, yes. enough to 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 give us. So if this audio is not good enough for you, you can actually read us. You can read the words that right. we say, and then you can be offended by the words, not just say. offended by us talking. Yeah, exactly. So check it out. Get offended. What's going on this week, man? Story of the week. Story of the week, man. So much, man. You just flew back. You look tired because you just got back from... The road. Road, get road, dog. Uh, this is uh, a new segment called uh, <laughs> uh, a- a- Asian Asian Road Dog, Asian road dog. a.k.a. Foom Dog. <laughs> uh, this That's is when we're talking about what I do on the road when I'm doing comedy. So I, I just came back from South Dakota, Rapid City, South Dakota. Uh, have you ever been... Hell no! It actually, when I landed in South Dakota, I was like, I think Mike would like it here. You know, there's I, a lot of uh, Air Force things. Okay, I like that. There's an Air Force base and people shooting guns everywhere. Just, just randomly. Dude, this is okay. Th- before I even, so I did, I did um, a college gig at a school called School, or sorry, it was called North Th- South Dakota School of Mines and mm-hmm, Technology. Mm-hmm. SD Mines mm-hmm. is what they go. Go by. banana slugs. Yep, I don't know. Uh, their uh, mascot is a miner. 
Is it really? Yep. He probably has lung cancer <laughs> um, because it's not good for your body. Go but, black lungs. Dude, this is like, I mean, it was a huge culture shock because I remember at some point in my set, I mean, they're really nice. They're college kids. It's South Dakota. People are a little nerdy. You know, they're like kind of country kids. But yeah, these are like engineers and shit. At what point? Yeah, they're like engineers. But at one point I was like, who in here has ever fired a gun? And I swear to God, every single person raised their hand. <laughs> 17, 18 year olds raising their hand like, yeah. Why? And it wasn't even funny. Why? Uh, why did I ask that? Why did you ask that? Uh, I think I was doing some like crowd work. This is like towards the middle of my set or mm. something. And mm. I, I had made some joke about like it's, Guns or something. It, it being a conservative state or something. Uh, I see, I see, I see. And I was like, let me just get a, let me do a little, little market research right now. <laughs> like, I was like, how many people in here has have ever fired a gun? And everybody raised their hand. And I was like, New York, come pick me up right now. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah. get out of, gotta get out of here. So that, but that's the kind of city that was in. That you sounds know? tight, so dude. I, was, I love, I love shooting guns. Yes. And I love the Air Force. Yeah. And, um, I don't know. There weren't a lot of people. One of the things <laughs> I noticed is they weren't even that racist to me, you know? And I was like, uh, here's the thing. I don't think people in South Dakota can be racist because they can't afford to because they don't have enough people. Yeah. So they're just happy to see another yeah. human being. Like, oh my God, homo sapien. Please. Oh, oh my God. Ho- How's it not, going? not a moose. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> this is fantastic. This is fantastic. Where are you from? I don't care. Um. So so that was interesting. Um, walking around town. Uh, there are not a lot of hot women there unfortunately yeah um but there were hot bros mm. and that I, that's an interesting distinction because i think that it's a i think it's much harder for a woman to be considered hot than a man i think it's a lot easier for a man to be considered hot. Oh, m- one million percent all you have to do is go ahead right so these bros like you know it's not like they had fashion game it's just like they were kind of tall they were like pretty they were in good shape yep and their face was not bad Per- <laughs> and that's it that's, that's it. really that's it that's perfect that's, that's all you kind need. of it and they kind of had like a douchey attitude and it's like yeah. girls are like oh like Dustin's kind of cute really they were douchebags there you I don't know I don't know I mean they away. just the way they were eating their sushi I, I went to a sushi restaurant in South Dakota that's another oh thing. my god <laughs> okay we're gonna get into that but later. the but the way they were eating it was kind of douchey to me but like how um, so how were they like they were like, eating with the fork I was like ah come on oh come on come on but uh but yeah there was one hot girl and I met her when it was my last day there and I went to like a hipster coffee shop to eat a breakfast bowl. They had like a good, oh, their bre- breakfast bowl was famous or something. So it, I went there. Was it good? It was really good. And the, and the cafe, it had like a small Volkswagen um, van inside. Like it looked like one of those cafes that would be in Brooklyn. Yes. It's very hip. Um, but the but the cashier there was like really cute. But even her was like, I I thought she was cute. But it's because I've been looking at mooses all weekend. You know what I mean? Like she even her, she's like a New York Six. You know that South Dakota vibe was like, you know, eventually you're checking out the moose too. Yeah, like, mm, mm, girl, mm. dude, that's that man. I, man, okay, I need to get up in this college shit. Gotta get on the college game, dude. I need to get on. I I have to say, I don't have an hour. If you're not, I don't have an hour, bro. <laughs> dude, that's it's so much. I mean, I could think. I think I I think the other day I had I had to do like a, a little more time, and I was. Yeah. Like, I'm not to say I'm running out of jokes, but yeah. I was like, these are I'm running out of my my favorite jokes. Right, right. You know, and then I'm like, oh, this, I can pull this old old ass dusty joke yeah. out. I mean, that's part of the process. I think. It's, yeah. Well, that's why I like doing it because no one ever gives me an hour in New York. Of and course. Every time I go, I feel like a larger percentage percentage of my set are jokes that I'm not. I am proud to do in front of people. Yes. You know, when I first did it, I was like, ooh, like sixty percent of this, I, I would never do this in front of people. But, right. But I have no choice. You know. And now it's like sixty percent of it is are jokes that like I don't mind doing and then another 40s like ah, this is kind of old I think if I did it it would be like I would do I have like I have dumb stories yeah you could do stories okay and I do a shit ton of crowd work okay that's most important 
the most important thing to remember is when you first bring up they don't it's not like a it is a comedy show but it's not hosted by a comedian so oh so you, you know, just go up they there basically some some they like, don't know anything some president of this organization that hired you go up you know they go up there and they're like okay everybody are you guys ready fumiabe <laughs> and that's that's literally it this is awesome um, oh man uh, not only that but then you get to see america i love america yes i it's, it's really I, I it's a really cool excuse to see the country like yeah. i said I'll, I'll never go to south, south dakota, dakota ever again oh i had an opener some kid some student who's an aspiring comedian hit me up and they're like hey i see oh, you're coming yeah. to our school can i open for you so was, that was kind of cool um he was okay he, he did well i mean these these kids were like they're just excited to that's awesome do something that's not alcohol related i think Every, yeah every, everything is guns and beer guns there, beer you know? and yeah mining yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> i don't have to be in the mine this is awesome exactly so above uh, ground um but but the students oh and the students took me out to dinner afterwards it was like they were really sweet but i thought you're not allowed to hang out with them well but this was sponsored by the school so they were uh, instructed um i mean we weren't drinking or anything they just took yeah, me yeah. out to dinner they took me to ruby tuesdays a very fancy uh <laughs> place in south dakota shouts to ruby tuesdays yeah it was ruby good tuesdays. you know and and they like then they had like a government document where they didn't have to pay anything um it was like paid for by the state or something like oh. that. So nobody, it was, they paid for everything. It was really nice. Mm, communists. And, no, I'm and it was really, they were so sweet and they were like 1918, right? And they're like excited about engineering and stuff. And I, I, I just kept thinking like, how could these sweet, sweet kids have guns? What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it's complicated. And yeah. I don't know. I always, I always, I always, uh, I was just reading an article before we started the podcast about, um, you know, speaking of East Coast, West Coast elites. Yeah. So there's this like uh, company, I don't know how to pronounce it. J-U-V, Hoove, Jove, Hoove, oh, okay. whatever. And it's like a marketing company. Okay. And it's staffed entirely by 14 to 22-year-olds. So people who are still in college or high school. Okay. And it was started by some kid in Princeton and, Har- in, you know, whatever, Harvard, Stanford. Yeah. And it's a, like a marketing company to teach brands how to talk young. Oh, that's genius. You know? And at the one hand, I'm like, damn, you know, that's pretty cool. But the other hand, I'm like... You know, you don't want any of this adult life, man. I know. Don't, like, don't rush into They're this. creating, like, mini Michael Jacksons. Yeah. It's yeah. just like, you know, like, you know, go and, and like, do, like, a weird... Yeah, go go not get laid. You know, go yeah, out there. go out and do something <laughs> weird for a little... You know what I'm saying? Just, yeah. Just be a little kid. Be stupid. I know. I used to scooter in parking garages, but these kids aren't doing that. Yo, that's tight. Yeah, right? That but, sounds fun. But, and my friend Rob broke his arm doing it. Awesome. And we told everybody in school it wasn't that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we told him it was like a sports accident. I mean, that's how you... That's that's the memories you remember are the lies you make. Yes. You know? But 14 is so young. Also, impressive that you can find a 14-year-old willing to, like come into work every day and like fill out sows and shit like, well <laughs> I, I have a feeling that this marketing company will implode once like you know one of them starts like you know getting laid more yeah often, I, but <laughs> wait where's justin where's wait where's, where's justin? justin wait a minute hey do you guys hear about girls what makes a life a good one is it the adventure you have or the friends you find along the way. <laughs> Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more.
That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. So, Fumi. Yes. Finally. Finally, it, it happened, happened for you. It finally has happened. And you and I, so I go, went to see Crazy Rich Asians. Wow. I saw it on Friday. And uh, you still need to go see it. Yep. And I'm going to tell all the listeners, you should go watch it. Mm-hmm. It's a good movie. It is a good movie. It is a good movie. Okay. And on despite t- the fact it's romantic comedy, it's still good. Yes. So despite that, fa- okay. So let me list out all the things that we've gone through, right, to get to this point. All right. It is a rom com. Right. It's about billionaires. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's set entirely, almost entirely, in Singapore. Mm-hmm. Um, none of those things has to do with me. Right. <laughs> okay. I, there's no reason why I watch it. The first, I would say the first five minutes, I hate watched it. Yeah. I was like, I fucking don't want to be here. Yeah. But I'm here because of the movement. Yeah. <laughs> and I was sitting there and I was watching it. Watching you had your it. fist in the air. And I was like, nah, you know? But it slowly won me over. Wow. Slowly won me over. And 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 at a certain point, I, I mean, pretty soon, it wasn't like that long. But yeah. like, uh, I was like, I'm really enjoying this. You know, shouts to the director. John Chu. John Chu. He, he did a great job. It has a really fun feel to it. Um, other people have said this too. I think some critics have said it, it has like a Ocean's Eleven feel to it. Oh. Because of the style and the pacing uh-huh. and the the way he does it, you know? Okay, okay. Where it seems like it's it's very, it's edited very fun. Yeah. Um, you know, that th- it looks fun. Uh, it has like almost like James Bondy feel because it's so like international and like, mm-hmm. and like glitzy and yeah. everyone is like a 11 out of 10. Right. On, in it, there's like gratuitous... Uh, shirtless Asian guy scenes Ooh. all over the place. Which I'm, I'm sorry, I got a halfer when I, oh, I got a chubs, I got little a chubs, chub, little chub, chub, little chub, chub for the movement though. For the for the movement. <laughs> <laughs> for the move, I was like, he's this, gay for the movement. This, this chubs for the movement. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, Henry uh, Henry Golding is so high, handsome. He's so handsome, and he does a great job. I mean, I didn't know he wasn't an actor. I mean, I knew, but kind of. You know, when know. I was uh, on my flight back from South Dakota, there, I was reading like one of those. Uh, you know, airline magazines, and there was, there was an article on him. And it was, like, his past, his present, his future. So in his past, like, they talked about how he was, like, a host for a Discovery Channel show. Uh, he was, like, a travel... He was, like, an Anthony Bourdain kind of guy. Oh, tight. Right? President is, you know, he got this role. Yeah. Henry was recommended by John Chu's friends. Got it. John Chu was, like, having a hard time finding like an Asian guy. male. Yeah. Because he hadn't heard of the Asian that Asian podcast yet, so he was like, he was like, where do I find these like where, handsome, where, where do we find funny these guys? really handsome guys with six packs? right? And then somebody was like, hey, I saw this like you know hot looking Asian guy on this travel show, so that's how he got that job. And then, and his future column was that he's doing a fucking movie with Anna Kendrick and Blake Lively. And Whoa. his wife is Blake Lively, and his wife's best friend is Anna Kendrick, and I think they're all banging or something. What? So he went from crazy rich Asians to like Whoa. to like banging like the hottest actresses in Hollywood. Dude, he is. I mean, he does a he does a solid he does a really solid job for someone who's not an actor actor. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, you know, Constance Wu is great. She's really she's fun in it. She's she's like very grounded. She yeah. gives a good element. Uh, Ken Jeong is hysterical. Um, he's they only have big roles. No, they have, they have very and, small roles. Yeah. So that's the thing about it because of the way there's a lot of characters because I think the book has a lot of characters. Yeah. 
and they they changed it around so they have all these characters kind of stuffed in there mm-hmm. um um, I wouldn't say that it was like weird, but you, you, if anything, you wish you saw more of Ken Jeong's character yeah. and um, uh, Jimmy O Young's character. So how are they related to the? They're character? just like uh, so. Ken Jeong's is he? He's the he's the father of Aquafina's character. Aquafina's character is like the best friend of Constance Wu. Okay, character. but Const- but Constance is supposed to be just like an American. She's like a regular an American. Like yeah. she like grew up in Flushing. Oh, like, okay, blah blah okay, blah okay. blah. And then Aquafina's character is like w- w- they met in college, and they're like it, she's an international student. Oh, okay. okay. Aquafina did a great job. She's okay. Very funny. In it. Okay. And okay. She does, and she has like this weird thing, you know, her her weird thing, you know, that yeah. she does. Um, I never realized how low her voice was. It's super low. It's super low. She yeah. has a song that they that they play like after like in the credits. Oh, okay. It's kind of lit. It's kind of. Oh, really? Um, check it out. So, uh, Ken, I mean, Ken Jeong really only has a significant part in one scene yeah and you see him like in the movie but he only has a significant part in one scene but he's funny same thing with jamie o young he he really is only has one scene but he's very funny mm. <clears throat> um michelle yo is amazing just she, she's like a real actor though she's right? a real actress and yeah. she's like you know she's uh she she she's she's like asian mom times 20 Mm-hmm. Because like she she says she has a couple of lines where like when she said it like you could feel half the audience like just go just cry <laughs> just go <laughs> she has a couple of lines I won't ruin it but it's it's just like whoa it's, it's too real it was cool man I went to see it at Williamsburg Cinema this very uh, you know it was like uh, in Williamsburg it's a very hipstery area yep, and it was yep. like all the Asian people took their white friends with them oh so I took my I took my white friend James right and uh, <laughs> I was it, like that is the movement that yeah makes I was sense. like sir I mean son. You're ready. Welcome. <laughs> you know, it's almost like it's like one time I took my uh, my white friend Korean clubbing. Yeah, and he said that he felt like he was in uh, Romeo Must Die. He wasn't ready. Yeah, he was like, "Where where are you taking me?" And I was like, "Oh, I'm about to show you another world, son." You know, I was like, "Welcome." That's so funny. And but he he liked it, and it's uh, and I'm gonna write an article about this, but it's not it's it's great for asian people because honestly you just needed to see asian people doing fucking cool stuff right 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 it's just like that joke i have about like asian accents sure you yeah. say cool stuff so he so you just see asian people doing cool stuff you see asian dudes being fucking hot dudes mm-hmm. you see them being douchebags mm-hmm. uh you see them being nice you see all that stuff you see yep. asian women like um just like all sorts of different things. There's mm-hmm. just like tons of like hot Asian models in it. Love that. Um, Love that. Yeah, and then and then like Constance Wu is just like you know she's like she's beautiful and she's like super talented and she's doing her thing, and it's it's good for the movement, but it's also honestly it's good for Hollywood because this is a Hollywood movie, mm-hmm. which yeah, big budget, ridiculous like scenes like you know you know. But if you look at the Hollywood movies that are doing well, mm-hmm. it's all superhero stuff. Yeah. Right. Or remakes of stuff. Yeah. This is a this is a Hollywood movie where you take the Hollywood formula of like hot people, amazing locale, like fun, good story, and it works. Mm-hmm. This is like the first Hollywood movie where I was like, oh, this is like a good movie. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. it, it's got the formula, but it's when it's done right. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Well, like, you know, when's the last time you saw a movie like that? That you know, like all the good movies now are like indie They're films. Indie. Yeah, yeah. Or it's gonna be fucking Thanos. Blah blah blah. Yeah. Um, let me ask you this question because you're a big supporter of the movie. Was this our Black Panther? Mm. Mm. We had, uh, we had, we did have a comedian say, say that recently on the yeah. show. Nori Davis. So yeah, funny. He's so funny. This is, this is our, it, 
You know what? I think I think it is. I think it had enough abs to mm-hmm. be our Black Panther. <laughs> I think that's the key thing. Yeah. I think, and it was also fantastical mm-hmm. because of the emotions showed, you know? Right, right, right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It was, it was, I think it could go a long way Yeah. in just showing that um, it, what it came down to was like, it doesn't matter really like what the race was. Right. It mattered if they had six packs mm-hmm. and it mattered if, well, uh, here's one thing though, is that everybody had a British accent. That was the weird part. Mm. Yeah, I guess it was a Singapore, but like, you know. They, Constance they, too? No, no, Constance didn't. But like you know, all like the hot people had okay, okay, British yeah, accents. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Ronnie Chang was in. He was great. I liked oh, okay. Ronnie a lot in it. Um, he was probably the only one who had like a legit Singapore Malaysian, accent, accent, Malaysian yeah. Singapore accent. Um, and now it, it. So I think it showed everybody, hey, it doesn't really fucking matter. Just fucking stick right, us right, in right. there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I understand if you need to have a guy who's like hot, fine. Yeah. But. Other than that, it's all good. It's, it's almost like don't be afraid to book Asian actors. Yeah. Like we're f- we can. It's, it's fine. The same like no, nobody thing. cares. Yeah, it's the same yeah, fucking yeah, thing. Yeah. And uh, and now as an Asian person, I can finally realize what white people go through when because all this time I could have blamed people not liking me on my Asianness, mm-hmm. and now I can blame it. On, I'm just not hot. You know? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? This whole time I was watching, I was like, right, oh right, my right, God, right. race has nothing to do with oh why Oh my I don't God. Get this is why. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, oh, this is finally white insecurity. Oh my God. I was like looking over at Gina and she was just like, you know, she's like, she's like, that guy's hot. That guy's hot. I was like, hey, yeah. how about me? You know? Right. All, it's, it's funny. Every every uh, Asian guy who gets turned down by white coat, it's like, it's because I'm Asian. Nope. It's because your face is fucking weird. <laughs> <laughs> and that is equality. <laughs> And we're back with a, another trip down memory lane. Trip with, down memory lane. With a little segment. Uh, we've done this before when we talked about uh, going to prom and with Asian cars. And you know what? We're bad Asians. We in, are bad Asians. In the sense that we are creative Asians. And so we want to look and talk about the times we got in trouble as kids. Yeah. Like, which, but not trouble like get yelled at by your mom, but like by the school. Right. Like you get detention. Right. You got a Saturday school. That's it. It's, I read about this somewhere before. It's, I don't know. Some comedian made a joke about it. But like, it's weird because when you're a kid, there's the idea of getting in trouble. You know, I'm going to get in trouble with like whatever the principal and stuff like mm-hmm. that. And then later on as an adult, you realize that's kind of not a real thing. No, it's not. You know not, what I'm saying? Like yeah. he, he can make your life annoying. Yeah. But he has no real power right. over you. You can always just walk away. You can always just go away yeah. Yeah. or just... just I I just I just feel like you can make his whoever the authoritarian's life you can make his life much worse. Yeah, you know, just by being an annoying shit. Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying. Then the other way around. So uh, I think the control that you have over kids is that you're gonna get in trouble, right? And like the biggest one is like you know we're gonna call your parents or whatever. Yeah, which my mom would definitely have. You know, my mom was never like a physical person. She never like would beat me or whatever. Mm -hmm. She just had some sort of thing where she could make me feel really shitty. With like a couple words. Yes. Did oh, your parents have that? Yeah, a little bit. They little had bit, that yeah. like thing where they were just like, "Well, I guess you're a failure." You know what I'm saying? They had that yeah, emotional thing yeah, on yeah, me, yeah, and I was yeah, like, yeah. "Oh." They knew the buttons to press. Exactly. Yeah. So for so for me, whenever I got in trouble, I didn't like getting in trouble. So what did you do to get in trouble? So okay, so I I, I got I got detention like maybe like twice in okay. my whole like from K to twelve. Yeah, really. Okay. Like you know, and usually it's because I mean when I was a kid. Growing up, I was still, I still had, con- I believe it or not, I still had a personality, you know, <laughs> which I think, I think it's saying something considering that I um, was a kid. Most kids don't really have personality. They don't really mm-hmm. have to develop anything. How um, old were you? 
let's see, I was probably, let's see, maybe like a sophomore in high school okay, okay. at this point. And um, I think what happened was I was joking around with like someone and I said, um, I said like, go to hell. But I said like, I said it loud. And I think the, the teacher heard me. And I think the teacher thought I was saying it to her, which I was not. Oh, but I was just saying. But I, and, and and later on, she's like, "Oh my god, my, <gasps> you know how teachers can be sometimes like yeah. they, like they're from the fifties or something, yeah, even yeah, though they're yeah, not yeah, that yeah, old." Yeah. It's just yeah. like, oh, you know, I've never heard of this before. Yeah, you know? and she was just like, "Oh, you know," she was like, well, "Come see me after class and see you after class." Yeah, yeah. She's like, "Oh, you know," and I went up there yeah. and uh, and I was like, "You know, I wasn't talking to you about it. I mean, I don't know. I Probably was, not I was, the best way to approach that situation. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> hey, lady. But I was just like, I was just, you know, I was like, I'm sorry, you know, I was just whatever, right? I said essentially, I got in trouble for saying a bad word, mm-hmm. um, which is so fucking stupid. Yeah, <laughs> and. So she gave me detention, and I remember going. I was such a I was such a nerd that I was like, detention won't be so bad. I can get caught up on my studies. Yeah. <laughs> and I remember going to detention. Yep. And is um, it after school? It's after school. Okay. And it was like you know an hour. And I was going. I went in there, and I knew nobody because all the bad kids are in there. Yeah. And it was me, and I take out my books to study, and the guy who's watching, like some other teachers, like you can't do that. And I was like, do what? And he's like, you can't like study. I was like, what? He's like, you just have to write down like the code of conduct. You know, the student code. Of oh, just, repeat, just write it down. Wait, that's again. like Bart Simpson in the yeah. uh, Simpsons opening yeah. theme. What? And I remember thinking like, this is, this is like the first real kind of insight into there's a difference between, you know, keeping something bad from happening and punishment. This is, this was punishment. Ah, yes. They didn't yes, care yes. about rehabbing me or like, yeah. you know, like you, sp- you, you spend, you make kids, bad kids study for an hour every day. They won't be bad kids anymore. Oh. But this isn't about that. This is about making your life painful. And then they're going to like think about it. And it's going to put them in a shitty mood. Exactly. And they're going to repeat. And it just keeps going. So I couldn't even study and I had to write this thing. And I just remember I kind of realized that like, oh, these teachers aren't really here to help us. They're oh, just here. So they're just here to kind of like. That's a dark thought. They're just here to kind of like get a k- paycheck. And if I make their life bad, then they'll make my life bad. And therefore, I don't really have a, any reason to be nice to them. You know what I'm saying? Wow. What was what was the second reason why you went to detention? I think it, it was probably the same thing. It was probably yeah. like I don't know. Then is that insane that um there was a point in our lives you weren't allowed to curse? So stupid. Isn't that insane. Yeah. You could I just say like shit and fuck all the time, but but like in I mean, even even in college, my English professors would curse sometimes. Yeah. I mean oh, the, yeah. the F word is pretty intense, but like yeah. you can say how, you can say shit, you can say ass, but in high school, if you said that shit, you have to go to the principal's office. Damn. I I don't know. I got in trouble a few times. One time. This is when I believed in God for a second. Uh, <laughs> this is this is insane. This is an insane story. Okay, this go is ahead. an Asian, not Asian exclusive. Okay. This is why I think God is real. Burr, burr, burr. Again, right? I'm a good student. I'm an Asian boy. I was scared of getting in trouble. Yeah. And I was talking to a friend. After school, I was walking to my bus. And when you walk out, when every day at the end of the school, all the, the principals and some of the teachers would be standing outside waving bye to all the kids. That's the thing that my high school did. Sure. And I'm talking to my friend. And we were in seventh grade. And I said something, we were like talking about like masturbating or something. Yes. It was like a new thing we started doing, you know? We, we were <laughs> Have you heard about this thing called we were like mas- masturbating? We were, like, we were like exploring our bodies. We were like talking about laughing, j- making jokes about it. I said, how often do you jack off? And before he could answer, the vice principal, his name was Bruce something. He was such a fucking dick. He grabs me. Sounds like a dick. And he goes, what did you just say? And I was like, nothing. And he's like, you just, were you guys talking about jacking off? <laughs> And at the time, I was so scared. Yeah. But in retrospect, what a weird thing to ask a 13. 13- yes. For, I was, uh, 
First of all, you're having a private conversation. I was having a private conversation. I'm having a private conversation. After school, After dude. school. And then this guy comes up. He's like, what are you talking about? Are you talking about your, you kids better tell me everything about what you're talking about jacking off. I think it was a pedophile or something. Because I know he oh, got maybe, fired a couple years later. Uh, but probably from I, asking kids about jacking yeah, off. Yeah. And I was like, oh. <gasps> And then, you know, it's, again, Ohio, very conservative, very Christian. You know, they say it's a public school, but there's, like, undertones of Christian, like, conservative yep. shit everywhere, right? I mean, they, we had people come in and, like, teach us about abstinence. That's ridiculous. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So he goes, we're talking about jacking off. And I was like, it's, yeah, sorry. And then he was like, come to my office tomorrow morning, and we'll talk about this. And I was like, well, fuck. And my, my y- biggest fear was that – go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> so a man, yeah, a grown man, yeah. told you to meet him later. <laughs> And we're going to talk about jacking off. Yes. How is this okay? No, I don't. You're the know. bad guy. I'm You're the, the bad, bad guy. guy. Oh my God. This is all coming clear to me now. Oh this is all God. making sense and now. And he made me wear special pants. <laughs> Make sure. Don't wear underwear tomorrow. Don't wear underwear. And tell me where you touched yourself on this doll. <laughs> Now adult. look into the camera and do it again. Oh my god! Jesus, keep going. So he's like, "Come to my office tomorrow morning. We're gonna discuss this further." <laughs> oh, like, a fucking like, creeper! I was so scared, and not because about getting in trouble, because I was like, "I don't care about getting in trouble." But I just, I so badly did not want to have this conversation with my mom. Yes, I. That was the thing that scared me. It's like I don't want him to call her. And she's not going to understand it. So I got to explain to her in Japanese that I was talking about how often my friend jerks off. I did <laughs> not want to have that. that. That thought of that scared me more than anything. Oh, yeah. So I, That's like, the real weapon. So I went to my room and I prayed. I was like, oh, God. Like, oh. If God, if you're real, like, please just let this, like, make this go away. Okay. Make this go away. Meanwhile, in, in heaven, yeah. God is sitting there. Yeah. And he's like, okay, we've got genocide. <laughs> We've got people dying. We've got famine. We've got all sorts. Hold on. What's this? What's this, what's sir? This? Sir, what is, uh, sir, we're getting a special request from uh, Fumi Abe. He lives in Columbus, Ohio, and he really wishes that that time that he's jerking off, which, by the way, sir, is against the rules. We, he really does not want to explain to his mom. Hmm, I'll consider it. I'll consider it. Okay, go ahead. Well, apparently this was at the top of the list because the next day a miracle happened, Mike. A miracle. There was a snow day. No. There was a snow day, Mike, and there was no school. Yes. And the next day, I just went through a different entrance, and he probably forgot about it. Dude. And I, it, I, it never came up. It never came up again. And then Dude. I was like, God is real. God is good. That is awesome. God is good. <laughs> you know what, though? That's because he was like, you know what? I bet you I can convert this guy into to Christianity. Yeah, yeah, exactly. and they're like, what do you mean, God? How are you going to do that? Yeah. With his special jerk-off prayer. <laughs> Boom! I made it happen, son. Yeah. Oh so, so uh, wow. Yeah. So that's like the time I got in trouble. Almost, almost in trouble. Yeah. The uh, I mean, that's really what. Have Have you ever gotten in trouble? And then, like, my parents were always kind of like. I mean, I don't know how I don't know how to really think about it, just because I I never really got in trouble in, in school, but I had a sense that my parents had their own sense of justice, that, and they would be like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, if you got in trouble for certain things. They would be like if I had gotten in. A, I remember one time, I got in a, uh, I got in, I got in trouble in in college in high no not in elementary school because some kids were throwing some rocks at us, uh, and I threw some rocks back, and uh, I got in trouble with the principal and she made me like write an essay and but and you know my mom what about the other kids the other kids got in trouble too okay, okay, okay. Uh, but I got in trouble and like the principal really was, you know she was like oh, you should you know I can't believe you got in trouble because she knew me as being a good kid yeah and I don't remember my mom ever getting that upset about it 
because ah. for me my mom was like well some kids were throwing rocks at you like what right. do you you know what i'm saying like they didn't buy into the whole like oh um uh you know like the the, the non-violence don't fight right, thing right, if right. somebody fucks with you you fuck back with them you know right. what i'm saying it's like not, not just turn the other cheek thing. yeah just right. try not to bother my saturday you yeah. know what i'm saying like that's their thing as long as you're not making me drive you somewhere i don't, yeah. they don't care i don't know so like how do you think you would handle it if you're if you, if you had to tell your mom about this? Oh, I don't even know. I guess she probably would have been like, "Okay, well, just don't do that again." Yeah, and laugh about it with my dad later. Yeah, you know? I mean, what I mean, because like I'm 28 now. You're at the age where you could be a parent. Like, imagine if your kid got in trouble for talking about talking about masturbating, not like masturbating mm. on people. That's a diff- <laughs> that's a different thing. If I was doing that, like, I think yeah, I should sure. be in trouble. But yeah. like. Dude, you're 13. You're, you're getting That's boners. the whole point. Yeah. yeah. I would be weird if, if my son wasn't doing exactly. that. Exactly. Why isn't my son masturbating? Exactly. I better send him to this, <laughs> this public school. I better send Actually, him to this man. if I brought it up, my mom would have probably been like, why is this grown man wanting yes, to talk to you exactly. about this in private? What are you talking <laughs> yeah. about? So, you know, so that happened. And, That's uh, good. Yeah. Do you, uh, you know, now that we're adults, do you remember, when's, when's the last time you got in trouble? Do you know what I'm saying? Like trouble like that. Does that not exist anymore? Uh, like with the police, I guess, right? Oh, the with police the police? Can, oh, I or whatever, right? Like, the, I don't know, maybe your boss or something? Like I, I've gotten like yelled at by my boss a couple of times like in yeah. the, over the last six years of just working Yeah. for like, you know, not being careful about something like that. Sure. But a lot of it is like my fault, so it's like, sorry. But trouble, um, I got a ticket for like drinking out publicly once. Oh, really? When? Yeah. It was in, um, it was, um, I was like 22, 23. I lived in Williamsburg. And um, we were of age, but we just didn't want to go to the bar. So we just got some like, uh, you know, 40s or not 40s. Those like tall boys yeah, yeah, from the yeah, deli. Yeah, yeah. And they gave us a brown p- paper bag. And uh, I took the paper bag off and I was just drinking it. You uh, were at the park? Yeah, we went to like some like the Riverside Park in, oh. in Brooklyn. And a cop came to us and like, what is that, an energy drink? And I think I could, it was a Karen. I don't think she knew what it was. I probably could have said yes. But I was like, nah, it's a beer. <laughs> <laughs> I like gave myself up and uh, then uh, I had to pay like a fine. Oh, you got a fine. Yeah. What about you? Did you ever get in trouble with the law? <laughs> the law? The law. Is that yeah. what we're calling it? Yeah. Is that, that's is that the getting law. a ticket? Oh, the law. I almost had to go to court, but I paid like a thing. Oh, uh, yeah. I, uh, the last, um, actually, the first year I moved in New York, I um, jumped the turnstile. Oh, which I do, which yeah, I've yeah, done yeah, yeah. several times. Now, is that lack of money or like the train was right there? Your car had ran out and then you said, fuck it. Yeah, I just, I gotta just get on. I just didn't want to pay it. Okay, okay. And so I, um, actually I was going through it with Gina, you know, like the turnstile and you can like fit two people. Oh, in that's there. what you did. So okay. I went with her. And okay. so she also got, she also got a ticket. Yep. Yep. And so we both got <clears> tickets and, um, how did, how did you get caught? You went through, well, there, there was like, there was like a cop, like they, they were looking for turnstile jumpers oh you just didn't see them i just didn't see them so they like it was so stupid it was so like you know like if i just like looked up for a second i would have seen cops but yeah i just didn't look so they gave us tickets and uh us because we're asian (laughs) they did like you could go to jail for this i don't know i I don't know this but usually they just charge you like 100 bucks yeah you can get arrested you can like put you in jail and shit like that but for us they just gave us like 150 dollars and i got they they gave you 150 i'm sorry they gave us (laughs) that'd be really funny I know you must be poor. Therefore, here's some money. <laughs> Don't do it again. That'd be sick. See, that's the thing. That, that's really if you want to keep people from doing something versus punishment. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah, it's yeah. not, it's about punishment. So if it's about punishment, then like they may, they made me do a fine. Um, and I got in much bigger trouble with Gina than I did with the police. 
Because she that? was just like, I, I told you not to do that. Oh, she that. was annoyed that she, she was annoyed made, that she, she didn't you do, made it. Her do it. You know, and then she was like embarrassed because like people were like walking by oh, looking Asians. at us. <laughs> oh my God. These people must be those Yakuza. Yeah, about. yeah They're so yeah, bad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yakuza. That's what, that's what they're known that's for. That's what they're known for. Just, you know, jumping, jumping the tile. tile. <laughs> um, so yeah, it was, uh, that was, that was it. But. I think in conclusion, we're pretty good kids. I, uh, I was a good kid. <laughs> I would say to any kids out there, hey, there's kind of no such thing as getting in trouble. Just FYI. Yeah. Now, I'm not saying you should hurt other people. Don't do, don't hurt other people. Yeah. Don't take anything from other people. But if you want to talk about jerking off with your friend, yeah. talk about it as loud as you want. <laughs> Bruce can't hurt you. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> okay, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. That was episode 28. Yo. Uh, we hope you enjoyed it. Uh, just a quick announcement. Uh, Mike is going on a trip next week, right? Yeah. For like two or three weeks. So the next two, three weeks is just going to be me. I'm probably going to edit together some unused segments. But uh, follow my uh, travels uh, on uh, my Instagram. Yeah, will, will you be updating us? on? Yeah, I'll. Uh, my Instagram is nicepantsbro. Nice pants, bro. So follow Mike on yep. his travels to Japan and Korea. I have uh, an international plan <laughs> for my phone. Oh, good. So uh, I'm just going to be like, you know, it's just regular. Yeah, there we go. And you can find me at uh, on Twitter and Instagram at the Fumi Abe. That's T-H-E-F-U-M-I-A-B-E. And we also have a joint account on Instagram, Asian Not Asian Pod. And that is also our email address, Asian Not Asian Pod at gmail.com. Also, as a reminder, check out our Patreon page. Yep. It's up there. You know, if you like our work, tell all your friends, support us on there. You know, sign up, sign up to be a, a patron, if you will. Mm-hmm. And uh, what day is it right now? When's our next show? Our next comedy show, our next monthly comedy show, Hack September. City. It's happening. It's every third Wednesday. So it's September 19th, the same day as Yom Kippur. <laughs> so if you're jewish uh mazel you want to celebrate the whatever thing happened you could do it you can bring your little dice things to our show is that oh what my gosh. is that i don't know if that's young oh, the dreidel thing yeah no it's not but you but, know but like <laughs> go ahead and bring your family you hey, know bring jewish your food. people love asian bring women. hala i love hala hey so good so good um so bring that shit to hack city that's uh, september 19th eight o'clock black cat les 172 rivington get your tickets now shouts again to slanted uh, email oh um, yeah that's right shouts to slant uh is it slanted or slant slant slant, slant. sorry slant. That's what I slanted is, is racist <laughs> uh shouts to andrew and natasha again for thanks for writing us up uh on your website and tune in next week for an all-new episode of asian not asian later